Welcome to another episode of Crazy Random Cool. I'm your host, Tony. And again, I am joined by the one, the only, Sophia. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, y'all? Happy Friday, girl. How are you? I am feeling good. I'm looking great. I'm healthy. I woke up amazing this morning. So short answer as I'm, I'm great. I'm great, baby. How are you? I'm doing okay. Did you do any yoga this week? Yeah. Yeah. That's like a couple times a week thing, right? So I did some yoga and I've been working on my booty because I'm trying to get like a shelf booty. So you are my inspiration. <laughs> like yeah. for real. Thanks, sis. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we recently had the most fabulous conversation and we were talking about the podcast. And one of the things you came up with is one of the best ideas ever. And I think, you know, everybody has a variation of it, but you just like came with it and you were like, let's talk about at least three things that we would like to achieve in the next year. Talk about them on the podcast and then do a recap next year to see if we achieve them. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Girl, mind blown. <laughs> I'm like Kurt saying right now, you're welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> no, I love, love, love this kind of stuff. Well, you know, the reason I really love that is because you said three things. And it's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to try to do these five things or I'm going to make this list or blah, blah. But sometimes when you're talking about making serious moves, it is really hard to do too many things at once. So it's good to just narrow it down to the things you want to do so that you can really focus. So three is a lot. When I really thought about it, it was a lot. So I read a book about it had this in it. It wasn't completely focused on this topic, but it had this information in it. It said that multitasking is like a little bit of a myth because you're not able to fully immerse yourself in something and do it incredibly well if you're doing too many things at once. So that's one of the reasons why I said three, but also three is my favorite number. There's like magic in the number three. I was born on December 3rd. So 12 and three, it's actually the easiest birthday to remember. One, two, three, right? That's my birthday. And the first two numbers add up to three. Three is a really, really, really spiritual number. So that's where I came up with that. So you're a Sagittarius. Yes, babe. We're going to have to talk about that because I have literally never dated a Sagittarius, but I have a bunch of Sagittarius girlfriends. Well, I would not date me either. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't date a Sag. I don't know that I could. I don't think I could. I don't ever want to say never say never say never. I have really, really great Sagittarian friends. I've never been able to date a Sagittarius, though. That's interesting to me because like literally I'm like, what is like, am I just like repellent for Sagittarius? Because I've never, I've literally never met one that I've ever been romantically interested in. I mean, but like then I have not been able to meet a Sagittarian man. Like it's not like I met a man and I was like, oh, what's your sign? He's like a Sagittarius and it didn't work out. Like I've literally just never met one. Oh, well, maybe you should just put on your dating profile, only Sagittarius in it. <laughs> Don't be too specific, but be specific, right? Like, <laughs> trying new things out. 2023, YOLO, only Sagittarian <laughs> men. Okay. <laughs> so I really, like, I want to keep going on this because I really love the idea because I think I'm in that space that I really want to try to organize my life 
and take it to the next level. And I think by narrowing it down to three, that means I have to figure out what's the most important things to me, you know, because it's like, I think I always have this sense of urgency. It's like, I need to do all these things and I want to get it right. And you're 100% right. It sets me up for failure because you can't do everything. You just can't. Like you can't do 10 things successfully. You have to focus on one or two at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So not only did it make me think seriously about what I can accomplish in a year, but it also makes me be accountable, right? Because I get to hound you for your three things. Yay! <laughs> and, and, and you have to hound me for mine. Mm-hmm. For sure. So putting it in this podcast makes it it's serious. We got to get shit done. It's real when this... Okay, so once it's out there, it's real. And I bet you maybe encourage the listeners to check in to ask how things are going, you know? It gives it gives real feedback. Yeah, and they should start their list. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay, before we start, though, I have to tell you something super crazy I heard. Well, it's not crazy, but I was just like, okay, that's different. But this guy was saying that we've been conditioned to believe that we should start making our New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, when in reality... January is a time to heal, you know, because nature is hibernating and it's winter. And instead of going against that, we should be relaxing and reflecting. And then come spring, when the world is waking up, we purge and start new. I love that. And our calendars, I read something about our calendars kind of being a bit messed up. Like January is not really supposed to be the start of the new year, you know, but that's a whole other 17 podcast. So, yeah, well, Kansas City isn't supposed to be Super Bowl champs, but yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of things, right? (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) But Travis Kelsey is sexy. But anyway, but it just like, it kind of like blew my mind, right? And it made me think about it. It's like, again, whenever you have the energy to do it, you should just do it. You shouldn't let anyone tell you that January is the time or spring's the time. Like whenever you have the energy and it's within your spirit to do, then just do it. Right, right. Because it's, I mean... It's not up to anybody else. It's up to you to actually execute, you know? 100%. So I'm going to put you on the spot. You go first. What's your three? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me take some deep, like, relaxing breaths. (laughs) Okay. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. So there is, I have a very interesting, I don't like to touch negative, interesting thing going on with my children's father. Finding much more relief and happiness with that situation going through the courts and everything definitely working on that every single day and you know by this time next year i do believe we're gonna you know have come around a corner because people can only say things and lie about things for so long until you know it's people tell and are able to see what's going on and take them for their word you know the truth always comes to light. The truth always comes out. That's why I'm just like, I, you know, I cannot let this like consume me. Like at one point when my boys, because I was a twin mother, I'm a type one diabetic. I had my boys and I was going through so much with their dad. I found out he was like literally using hardcore drugs, like while I was pregnant and saying that he wasn't right. And yeah, we were never, we were together very briefly and I was not together with him while I was pregnant for the entire time. Okay. 
So I found out a lot, a lot of things. So at one point I was like, this is literally consuming me. And then I started like changing my mind state, like listening to podcasts, reading on how I could just do better, doing breath work, right? Like all of these things. So it's an everyday, everyday thing and working on much more release and peace and calm. So it comes from me into my children so they can have the best life that they can have, as well as me having the best life that I can have. So that's one pretty large. Well, before you go on, is it like getting to a level where you guys can co-parent or getting to a better relationship with him? So I'm always hopeful. You know, I'm going to say something super shallow and Mm -hmm. must be sexy as I wish. I wish. No, no, that's a whole other podcast, man. I was in a touch, such a, such a vulnerable state. I would have accepted anything. And no, no, no. I wish that were the case. Well, your babies are beautiful. I'm sure that, you know, most of that came from you. They're beautiful. Thank you. They're gorgeous. And the D wasn't even good. So it's uh, <laughs> no. And he knows it too. That's the worst thing he knows is what the D would get. Girl, no. I know. It's okay. But the only reason we were together is because those boys were supposed to be here. Who gets pregnant one time for the first time in their life and has twins in a relationship that they've been in for only two months, two or three months? Me. That's me. That's me. That That person is me. You're 100% right, though. They are supposed to be here and they are going to do amazing things. Yes, ma'am. So, oh, you're number two. Oh, oh, there's more. Oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> okay, so this goes into, this might be like two things in one. So I am working on my children's book, my diabetic children's book, having that complete and released out in the world this year. And from that, along with other things that I'm working on, becoming incredibly financially free, like starting the foundation to become financially free. So I'm not bogged down by not getting paid child support or, you know, my job not giving me a bonus uh, that was pretty much guaranteed, you know. So thinking outside of what is just right there given to me, so I am able to show my children and myself what is available in this life because there's so much more than what we're just staring directly at, you know? And being on the cover of a magazine. So I'd like to be on a talk show and on the cover of a magazine for my diabetic living. I've already had like Fox 2 News do three different stories on me and then Blue Cross Blue Shield wrote a story on me about healthy living and like positive mindset. So being on a talk show and being in a magazine, you know, for that. That's like a lot for the second one. (laughs) And the third, guess what it is? Can you guess? Finding love. Oh my gosh, you're so right. (laughs) I like it. I know we're not supposed to be looking. However, I'd like to, I'm just being much more intentional about what I'd like, who I'm like surrounding myself with and paying attention to red flags and making sure I'm not making excuses for folks. Because I'd like to start making like beautiful memories, just beautiful, gorgeous memories instead of, you know, wishing I would uh, or spending time with the people that are not the best for me. Because if they're not the best for me, I'm not going to be the best for them. Yeah, 100 percent. I agree. So do you have any passive goals? Because I career, you know, I have my three main goals that I know that are going to happen. But old habits die hard and I have three passive ones. That I would like to start working on. Let me think about it. So, oh man, passive goals. 
I've never really thought in that kind of mind state, like passive goals. It's a great way. It's like way to look at things, but I've never, I got to think about that, Tony. Man. Yeah. I've never thought of like, ne- like, and that's for real. I don't think I've ever thought of like passive goals. I've always like written down and things that have to, like, I do need to do in order for them to be executed. Yeah. I mean, I came up with my top three and then I was like, oh, I kind of want to talk about these too. But, you know, I said I was going to stick to three. So, girl, you can talk about it. There's plenty of time. Okay. So here are my three. Getting back in shape. That means mentally and physically. Because honestly, like, I think I would be in better physical shape if my mind was in better mental shape. So, like, going and working out and... You know, because my young life, I was always an athlete and I really do enjoy like, you know, mud runs and and just all kinds of stuff and trying new things and playing sports. But getting back there after this pandemic has been a struggle. And so I know I know a lot of it's in my mind, but they're together, right? They're friends. And, you know, my physical is trying to get the mental off the couch. So, (laughs) yeah, girl. Yeah. So that is my goal is to get active again. And, you know, I'm going to start with a 5K this year and see where I end up. So that's that. And then I'm starting a new business. And wait, I just want to I want to say something about that. Like, I love constructive criticism, but I've had a few people tell me that just say negative things about my idea. It's like, like I said, I don't mind people giving me their opinion, but like when it's negative and it doesn't mean anything, like why? You know? Yeah. That's somebody hating. Like if it's negative and if it's negative and it's not criticism, they're just hating. That's just hating. You know, people project a lot. They project their negativity. Sometimes I do my best to project the positive stuff, but like if they're just sitting there telling you that your stuff is not going to work and blah, blah, this and that or whatever negativity, that person is not for you. You got to surround yourself with people that are going to support you for like reshare your idea. You know, that's your idea. Where did it come from? It's obviously from a need of something, right? And you're yeah. about it. So you do you don't even I mean, that's it sounds super cliche, but like do you if you're excited about it. The only way to find out is if, if it's going to work is if you try it. You know, and honestly, I feel like people will say stuff like, you know, I don't really know a lot about you, but it's like, because you don't listen. Like, if you were really listening to the reason I wanted to start this business, you would learn something about me. Right, right. So instead of telling me what I need to do or why I need to do it, maybe you should just listen to why I want to do it. Yeah. But I mean, I think for me, a lot of people are like, oh, you're not going to make a lot of money doing that. But, you know... I would say I want to really do it because I want to be part of the community as a business owner. I want to provide a service that will give me the opportunity to own something and do something I enjoy. I think that it will help me work with other business owners on the process of how to get it started and what it means. And being a woman of color, I want my voice in my community. And I think a big part of that is owning a business. Yeah. Certainly. Now you got to share what you're going to be doing. I will. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, when you have somebody excited about starting a new venture, support them. I mean, if they're doing something really, really stupid, like, you know, trying to start a weed business in jail, maybe 
maybe have something to say, but like otherwise support them. (laughs) And then the third thing for me is I really, really want to create like a community event. I've been thinking about doing like maybe a panel event or I don't know, just something that brings people together and things that they have in common. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my three goals. I love, love, love all of it. And they're all incredible. They're attainable, you know? So that's really beautiful. I love the community event. We've been so separated, Tony, for a while and we continue to be, right? Yeah. But anything to bring together, make it good. You know, everybody needs, that's a lot of love in there and everybody needs a lot of love these days. Yes. And I want to love on people. So, (laughs) yeah. Oh, I'm loving on you far away from distance. Well, Okay, here are my passive goals. So I, for the last, since 2019, I've really wanted to start a, a nonprofit and I've been gathering a lot of information. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of like financial work and paperwork and planning. You know, I have a good business plan, but it's a lot of work. So it won't be 2024, although I would love for it to finally happen. It won't be 2024, but I will continue to work on it. And I want to step up my podcast game. Like, like, what does that look like for you? So, you know, you and I have talked about it and everybody's doing video now. And like, I love TikTok. I love social media, period. So, you know, just having more of a social media presence. And I actually had somebody a while back ask me to come out and do my podcast live at a brunch. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't pull it together. You know, that was before we kind of connected again. And I just wanted a dynamic guest and I just couldn't get one. So, you know, I just, I feel like I've missed a lot of great opportunities. And yeah, so I really want to find my voice and my personality for this podcast and, you know, help her get her sexy back. Oh, she's sexy, baby. You just got to throw on one of those. Little dresses. She is sexy. Put on like a little belly shirt. <laughs> Wait, you know, I hate like giving other people like support on my own podcast, but like what podcast outside of this one, of course, do you listen to? There's none outside of this one, Tony. There's just none. Okay. But if you were to ask me, which you just did, I listened to a podcast called Mind Love. And that's exactly what it is. It's about figuring out how to love yourself and work things out in your mind and just becoming more healthy and a more healthy mind state. I know there are so many great podcasts out there. I just have not, I've simply not like um, dove face first into them because one of the main reasons is, you know, when I have some time off, I typically am resting or working on my book, or working on my podcasts, and working when I'm, that's not my time off, but I am working. So, and I'm a mom of twins. So, single mom of twins. Yeah. You know, I feel bad because I am a complete, I don't listen to any female podcasts when I think about it. I listen to Joe Budden, love him. <laughs> He's hilarious. And oh, well, I take that back. I listen to Deadass with Deval Ellis. So they're a couple. So she definitely represents the female boys. And then I like Dak Shepard. Who is that? His wife is Kristen Bell. He's an actor. 
But I mean, I think I just I like people that have a sense of humor, but that talk about like serious topics, too. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So we have, you know, put our goals out there. And I think one thing that we do have in common is that we're kind of both, you know, philanthropists and try to give back to our community as often as we can. My parents are huge philanthropists, so I hope to be a woman that may one day. Oh, you are, Tony. You are. Today's the day. You're doing a good job, boo. We'll see. But let's wrap. And thank you so much for doing this with me. And thank everyone for tuning in to another episode of Crazy Random Cool. And we're out. Bye.